When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Looks like we made it. You guys, this is episode number 100. Big round number. What's up, dirties? We made it to our 100th birthday. That's awesome. It's we wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. It's uh, it's a big accomplishment. We've been doing it a couple of years. and uh, Is it a big accomplishment? I think so. Statistically speaking, podcasts don't last past, you know, episode 10 for most. Oh, gosh. So wow. we've actually been doing, we, we've done a bang-up job, and we've done one every week. We've lived up to our bargain, our, our promise. Our bargain. Our end of the bargain, yep. That's what we said we were going to do, and we've done it. So, And we couldn't do it without you guys out there listening, so we really appreciate you. We love our dirties. Absolutely. Welcome, you dynamic dirties. Have I said that before? Probably ten times. Welcome, you Dorinda Medley dirties. Okay. I mean, welcome, you dishy dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, what? It's not just a new episode. It's our 100th episode. That's a big deal, man. Well, it's also officially summer. June 21st is behind us, the longest day of the year. It's true. The sun is high. It's still not warm, though. I went to the gym this morning. It was freezing. You went to the gym at 4 o'clock in the morning. It was freezing. It's cold as hell. It's hot as hell now. It's definitely not hot as hell. You haven't been outside. That's F. It's not hot as hell. Might be warm. It's not hot as hell. It's not like the valley heat. It's definitely not there yet. Um, all right. Well, we'll try to work on that for you. We'll try to get hotter I'm not, temperatures. I'm not you. looking forward to it. I'm actually, I like it. I, I don't mind it being like this. It says sunny in 77. Which is not hot as hell. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you and I are in a little bit of a dueling dirties mood today since we had to restart the podcast three times in order to not be sounding adversarial so that's fine that's a vibe yeah I think a lot of couples you know I've been talking to a few people go through things you know people think that um everyone else's life is like great and theirs isn't but the fact is that we all suffer in silence in our marriages in our relationships Wow. And you're not alone. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> Definitely sounds like a real uplifting episode. Well, today it's our 100th episode. We just said that in the intro and yeah. we said it again now. Okay. And for our 100th episode, we're doing something a little bit different. We're doing something a little bit special. We're going to take a little bit, we're going to take a look back at the 100th episode so far that we've done. And we're going to pick out, we each picked out, we cherry picked uh, some of the episodes and some of the stories that are our favorite. 
and we're going to go back through them again, and we hope that you guys love them too. The first one that you wanted to start with, babe, what was your favorite story, or where did you want to kick it off with? So one of my favorite things that I did with you was when we went to Orlando. It was a fucking shit show. Yes, it was. It was scary, frightening. There were parts of it where I would have rather died because of the things that went down during that trip. There are moments where I was like, why me? Why us? Why am I so disorganized? Or why, you know, is there, I mean, like anything that you, it's like you imagine your life to be something and you, we often romanticize too much. Like the whole, like, why do we reserve like the clothes that we pack for a vacation to be like this alter ego that we really aren't like, oh, but when I'm at an airport, I'm like this chic woman who like wears pants that have pleats and creases. Oh, and I wear like loafers from Todd's, you know, like those soft loafers. And then I wear a scarf around my head and sunglasses. Like you think that you're someone that you're not, or it's an opportunity to become someone you're not. Okay. Uh, Cut to, you end up in a hotel with roaches crawling across your bed. It was one of our earliest episodes, too. It's uh, episode four, actually. So if you want to go back and listen to the whole thing. I would. Yeah, it's a great episode. But uh, without further ado, this is when we went back to Orlando. We get out of the Uber and we're in Orlando. So we've taken this 45-minute long Uber ride from the airport to this hotel. And it was a nasty hotel. It definitely was motel vibes. It was, it was, it was bad. Remember, the cab driver told us, "Yo, you sure you staying here?" Exactly. <laughs> like, he was like, uh, "This is not a, a nice hotel. This is not a good area." You I guess you be didn't here. read like any ratings. Yeah. They Again, I looked for had... proximity and cheapness. We could have gotten bed mites from that shit. Like oh, no, we could that... have for sure come home with some kind of yeah. a disease or a, a mite or two. Now. One of the things you have to know about my wife is that she has an irrational phobia fear of cockroaches. Like cockroaches, cucaracha. Yeah, she's not. not she's not scared of a lot. You know, I've I'm seen not, her. I'm not afraid of anything. I've seen her not be fearful when a lot of people would be fearful, or especially. Thank you. You know, someone from her upbringing, but she's not fearful except when it comes to the cockroaches. She can't handle it, and you walked into this. Hotel and the roaches were pissed that we were in the room. Yeah, man. Like, what are you doing here? We're playing cards. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, and we had to sleep with the lights on. No, she. But why did we stay? Because this is so crazy. Like, were we both in like comas by the threshold? Like, did we take a whiff of the air and then we became? I know it seems like, but 2014 is a lot different from 2020. Technology's come a long way just in the last. There was technology. Yeah, that's technology. Technology. Yeah, technology's come a very long way in the last, even just the last few years. There wasn't the ready-made available apps. Like Airbnb, if it existed, didn't exist on that level where we knew to like No, not Airbnb. Nothing was like... But there was a hotels app and a hotels.com and there were reviews and there was Yelp and for some reason... But there wasn't any availability. I don't... 
because what? of the convention, yeah. the largest pet expo what in the happened? history of the country, or the, the, in the world. I think those was hotels... in Orlando, so there was nowhere else to go. We already made our move. There was nowhere else that we could go. Everywhere else was booked up. I think we also decided that we weren't going to spend like six hundred dollars. No, so... we didn't even have that. You had no problem doing that once you saw the cockroaches. We had no problem upgrading, but you couldn't get anywhere. Those were the first rooms to go. The fact that you couldn't even get a room anymore in a hotel. Again, she's. You, minimizing the size and scope of this pet expo. It's tremendous. It's the size of like five football fields. There was nowhere else to go at this point. We already made our, our decision. I don't think we meant like by no frills that we were going to have a family of wildlife in our hotel room and yeah. had to sleep with the lights on. It was crazy. I can't like, I can't believe that place still existed. You know what I mean? Like it's that place should have been closed down 20 years prior to that. Condemned. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So then my credit card had fallen out of my pocket while we were on the plane. And I don't find this out until later, which means that I don't have my main access. Like I didn't, I'm not one of those people who travels with multiple cards and I just needed that one and it was lost. So then we have the Uber to take me to a local branch of our bank and they uh, provide me with an emergency temporary card. So the Uber is running super kind. I don't know how we're paying him, but it's got to be a super expensive Uber because the airport to the branch of the bank and then to our nasty hotel. By this point, he's like, if they're bougie enough to have a bank account, then what are they doing at this hotel? For sure. This hotel is probably perfectly suited for like people who want by the hour rental, like a private place to do something wrong. Yeah, if you want to murder someone, it'd be a great place to to bring them. Yeah, stash a body. I think it said in the Yelp review. I think it was. Yeah, this is a great great place for murder. Too bad we didn't read the Yelp reviews first. Like Norman Bates saw that hotel. Now you're that place is a dump. These days you're way better of a researcher. Like these days you're because I learned lessons from things like that. But I also remember that it was it was real difficult to get transportation there. Yes, because people don't have taxis; they have cars. That's why we. That's a place yeah, where no, you don't like, go an Uber. Yeah, there was. This is like pre-Uber. There was, you know, we got the air Uber from the airport because you could get an Uber from the airport. But right. wherever we were, we could not get any form of trip. Like cabs would not come, so like we had to take a right. bus. Like my wife and I are in Orlando, starving starving there's nowhere to eat so we're like uh, where can we go eat so she and i go for a, like we'd go for a walk thinking that we can like walk to something as if it's like the streets of queens man or new york where you could just find like 10 italian restaurants or beverly hills like we're gonna run into like il pistaio and Porta Via and cheesecake factory no we are in a suburban area of place where yeah it's like near the where, airport there's the convention center there's crocodiles there's nothing there. and swampland yeah there's nothing there but it's flat land so like you could see it's where the marsh. stores are but it looks it's like miles so we're like yeah we're gonna walk over to the store we saw where there was a walmart and something else we're like all right we're gonna walk to that and we get out on our trek and before we know we're like yo this is really far this you know what really i mean like, and was i know? in he- and i'm in heels still yeah like, she's because at this the point era? in the relationship she didn't let me see her in anything but heels well uh, nobody saw me in anything but heels my shower saw me in my clear stripper yeah heels. i think you were wearing heels in the shower in the pool then too yes yeah. i would always wear the lucite 
yeah. seamless, yeah. elongating for the leg. We have to learn the hard way that there's no one that's going to pick us up, but we'll hoof it. And then as we started to hoof it, we spotted anything. We were so starved that we ended up, what, rolling into Popeye's? And then we took <laughs> a bus to Popeye's. And in Popeye's, they had like some special... And I bought like a vat. It was like a bucket of fruit punch for like $3 or whatever it was. I thought it was a great deal. And uh, so I get this bucket of fruit punch, this trough full of fruit punch. And I'm sitting there with her. We're done eating. And now we got to trek it back to this fucking hotel. And I'm like, I'm not carrying this bucket of fruit punch with me, but it'd be a sin. Like, it'd be a sin to throw it out. I had maybe a glass of fruit punch out of this bucket. And someone else is sitting there, and he works there. You know, like, he works there, but he's on his lunch break. He's eating a sandwich. So I, I offer him, I tell him, hey, buddy, do you want, do you want some my, of my fruit, leftover fruit punch? Do you want some of my so leftover fruit punch? So, so the look on my face. Yeah, she was, was she like, goes, she said, Tommy. she said, oh my God, <laughs> I am so mortified right now. I can't even believe I'm here with you. He does not want your fruit punch. <laughs> no, I, I looked yeah, at you. Me. She I looked me. at you and I go, did you just offer <laughs> that? Nice gentleman, your leftover fucking soft drink, your fountain fruit punch. It was definitely for home use. It wasn't for eating in the restaurant. But she ripped me. She, the guy looked at me like I had, like you I were was from Mars. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was so weird of you to do that. But yeah, it took that trip to find that out about you. For whatever reason, we were walking down the street with like three thousand dollars cash. That was the which was another <laughs> random like yes, why why did yes, we need that much money? Like yes, these days, I don't have yes, fifty cents to yes, my name yes, cash. Yes, Once, and, most and the places, best this that happened after she lost the card. So we go to the bank. She gets a new card. Oh, the yeah. card's gonna work within like a few hours. So we're like, all right, to be safe, we'll both take out as much cash as we, as can. we possibly can, you yeah. know? Because the car was gonna take a few hours to activate. And listen, you know, it's not a nice day, but it's it's tough to tell. It's blue skies and sunshine everywhere. So it's tough to tell that you're in a bad neighborhood. You know what I mean? I had a, a ton of money on me, a bucket of fruit punch, because <laughs> I refused to throw the fruit punch out. So I walked back to the hotel with the fruit punch. Oh, man. We could have been in an affluent part of Orlando, but nobody walks. So the only people that are walking the streets were us. Yes. So anyone who would notice us would be like, who the fuck are yeah. those weirdos yeah. hoofing it Even from the point A to B? Even the homeless had a bike or something. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. The homeless had a roller skate. <laughs> nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something, something. Like, what are you doing? And that's when a bus comes rolling down the street, and we look at each other. We're like, are we getting on that bus? And you were like, are you willing to get on a bus? And I was like, of course. That might have been our first and last for the state of Florida bus. Oh, yeah. That for was public the, transportation. That was the best, last form of transportation, of public transportation we taken in Florida, for sure. But you guys, all those things I took on the trip when I was packing back in LA, thinking this was going to be a romantic trip somewhere, when, like, once the business part of the day was done, I'm still getting into bed 
with this man that I'm madly and newly in love with. So I pack aromatherapy. I've packed all of these like, you know, casual lingerie, like the white lace cotton innocent lingerie slip. And then once we get to the room and I see that there's like sticky pieces of floor, you can't walk barefoot. Yeah, you wouldn't even let us open our bags up. You wouldn't even let us unpack. Hell no. No, we weren't even allowed to unpack. No. Don't tell him no. Tell him hell no. Honestly, didn't you think that that was something that we went through together that helped you figure out if you want to be with that person long term? Yes, absolutely. Now let's take a moment to check in with ourselves. How would you rate your relationship with yourself lately? Whenever you're feeling confident and want to explore your innermost desires further or could use a little boost in self-love, Dipsy's sexy audio stories are here to help. Have you heard of Dipsy? Because they have all types of oral pleasures to explore. Oral like your ears, not what you were thinking of. But actually, they have that too, if that's what you're into. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. These are radically inclusive because Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash the dirt. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash the dirt. Dipsystories.com slash the dirt. The next thing that we're going to talk about, we actually still to this day will get people like when they just start listening to the pod or if they just hear the episode, we'll still weigh in on it. And it's when we went to the Lionel Richie concert. To this day, I think that I'm right about the whole night. Really? Then yep. you fake apologized? No, I didn't apologize. Why would I apologize? I know there's no recording. There's never Everybody anything. took my side, honey. No, they didn't. A lot of people took my side. And a lot of people took my side. Because and like I said, and to this it was day, my birthday. No, it wasn't. It was your birthday-ish. It was around your oh, birthday. Oh, so it wasn't even for my birthday. It was, yeah, the ticket was for your birthday, but it wasn't like it was on your birthday. It was birthday-ish. Well, it was a date for me. It wasn't someone else you were taking out on a date. It was a date for me. Okay. You were supposed to be looking out for me. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you walked out. Like Lindsay Hubbard, who is a twat, and I don't like her, but she said, when are you going to make a sandwich for me? It was like, you weren't taking somebody else out. You were taking me out. Well, yeah. Listen, without further ado, I think you guys could listen in to what the, what went down. Well, please and go. But what number, episode, means, what number episode is that? Because I'm going to go listen to it again. By all means, feel free to 
if you haven't heard or if you if we if this reignites a fire oh, in yeah. your opinion oh yeah by all means shoot into the dms and tell us what you think and whose side you're on if you want to go back and listen that's also early on a lot of these episodes that we picked are when we before we started filming the episodes when we actually just used to do them upstairs this one's episode eight when we talk about the lionel, lionel richie, richie concert every relationship you have fights right some fights are are you know passing some fights you know, last longer uh after we moved in together this is you know the first fight that we had all right are we going to talk about you're saying it's the date have you guys ever had a night that you've planned that you cared about something you were really looking forward to and the whole night went left because guys this is what we're going to talk about today which is a night where we planned something important and special for us and everything went left. We've had a lot of fights. I'm just isolating this one fight because it was a funny fight. And yeah, and listen, part of the reason I, I wanted mistake, to talk about this, Tommy. but part of the reason I wanted to talk about this is because we just were actually talking about it the other day. And here I'm thinking that not, you know, the situation was resolved. I was right. She was wrong. Everybody knows it. Come to find out, she's still talking about that she was right. She's going to tell her side of the story as to what happened. I'm going to tell my side of the story as to what happened. And then I want you folks out there to, you know, once Zuckerberg gets back on his game and they get Instagram, they get all these social media platforms back on, I want you to reach out on our Till the Dirt socials and tell us where your vote is. Who do you think was right? Who do you think was wrong? Now, normally I would let ladies go first, but I'm going to give my side of the story first. Without going too far into the weeds, uh, as people know, my, my buddies and I, we were starting a business up. The business was Ignition Interlocks, Criminal Offender Monitoring. Those are the initial into, <clears throat> excuse me. Nobody Ignition knows interlocks. what those words are. Ignition Interlock is when you get a DUI, the thing that you have to get installed in your vehicle, that you have to blow in that will start your car. It's not a breathalyzer. Anybody can build a breathalyzer. This is only for people that have been arrested or convicted of a DUI. Okay. So the barrier of entry to get into this business is very, very high. It's very, very difficult. It's, you know, a lot costs a lot of money, takes a lot of time. You have to send these devices to NHTSA laboratories. They have to be approved before you could ever put a device in a vehicle. Long story short, we've gotten our approval. Now we're starting to put these devices into vehicles. So we're starting to make some money. All right. One of the first things that I want to do is something nice for my wife or not at the time, you know, my girlfriend who's been basically carrying me this time while we've been doing this. So I decide to bring us to a concert. No. Lionel Richie. Lying already. Lionel Richie at the Hollywood Bowl. And anybody out there can attest. If you've ever been to LA, if you ever like live music, and I don't even like live music, but the best venue you'll ever hear a concert at is the Hollywood Bowl. It's beautiful. It's small. It's a great place to see a show. And I come home from work to bring this one to go to the show, she puts on these heels that are like 15 feet long. It's in the Hollywood Hills. So we're going to be walking most of the night. No. I knew right away we had no. a problem. Right away there's a problem. No. As we're going to the bowl, there's just crazy amounts of traffic. It's like we're not going to be able to get to the show on time. Something's wrong. There's literally something has to be wrong for the amount of traffic that there is. So we decided to get out and walk. She's got these shoes on. That's not true. The walk's a nightmare. 
just to get to the venue is a nightmare. No, because you made an amateur move and you tried to talk me into getting out of a taxi instead of letting the taxi drop us off. We did get where out. I didn't try. We, to we did have, get out. We should have just let the taxi. There's certain things that you wouldn't do. Like, I'll make a cab do an illegal U-turn. It wasn't U-turn. a cab. It was an Uber. Okay, and it was an I Uber would make Jeep. him. It was an Uber SUV. So like that, even that, so, already is more money than by we the said, way, you know. Talking about how hard you were working on blow and drive is a little bit of a manipulation. Not at all. It's a sob story. Not at all. This it is, is. That, this is what went down. The, the big money tickets. These were expensive seats. You know, the best of the best. And we get there and I have a friend. It's a term that I use. Okay. I call, I feel like every guy and girl has their counterpart, has their Jenny. Like if you watch Forrest Gump, Forrest has his Jenny. Jenny's in his life through his whole life. She does her thing. He does his thing. But they're like best friends. I have a Jenny. I mean, Far- Forrest eventually bangs Jenny and has a kid with her. I'm not going that crazy. Jessica's my Jenny. She knows no Jessica. No way. She knows Jessica. You're not even telling this story in a way that someone who doesn't know it already can follow it. Uh, again, Jessica's my very good friend. You're, since I'm from you're my backing- whole life. No, I'm telling the truth. Just because the truth makes you look like a shitty person doesn't mean that it's still not the truth. So by like pulling teeth, I get her to get out of the Uber. Now, mind you, By again, the way, is this my birthday? No, it's not. Okay, what's the date of said Lionel Richie concert? I can Google it if you try to lie to me. Actually, you know what? It was your birthday. Fuck it you. wasn't the day of so your birthday. Thank you, asshole. But the tickets so were you for go your birthday. Sh- eat a dick. The tickets were for your birthday. Thank you. Now again, mind you, as you might have heard wah, in other episodes, wah, wah. I would get up for work at you know the Do crack you have is a on. Case closed. I wanna. Uh, I get sound, up. Sound sound bite where like there's like a door and it just goes on boom. Yeah. Push. So I. Uh, my memory serves me. I would leave just at like five at the in the right morning. Time. I would leave at five in the morning. Who I would gives get home a like shit? at three. What time you leave? No. What time did you go to bed the night before? I get home that Nobody day. Nobody cares. My wife is already tuned up. By the time I get in, she's already like a bottle of wine deep. I had to she's, wake up early. Of yeah. course, it's called a dresser. She. Uh, Nobody ever pregames before they go to a concert. Yes. You sound like a fucking buzzkill. So then we get out of this car, and she's so again, she's a bottle of wine deep. She got fifteen foot high heels on no i actually she's will a post fucking them. nightmare on this whole walk why did you get under the car why in the back are you doing this you're so fucking stupid it's really going well and then we get there and things are better things are better we're finally in we get to our seats so we're sitting there mariah carey is opening for lionel richie She's got that song, We Belong Together, and that friend of mine, Jessica, it was a very important song to her when she was going through a rough breakup. Mariah Carey's a big star. She's opening for Lionel Richie. That's how, like, you know, the, so this place is packed, dude. He's not, he doesn't do a lot of these shows, and she starts singing that song. So I immediately called Jessica to say, look, she's singing this song. I turn around. My wife, well, at the time, my you know, my beautiful girlfriend, told me I was your fiance. Go, yes, go fuck yourself. You're a fucking asshole, and left. She literally left the concert that I had just spent. You a know lot I mean? of money. Yeah, a lot of money. Then I walked home from the Hollywood Bowl, 
And then I always thought that she recognized the fact that what she did was childish, immature, stupid, a waste of money. No. And turns out we just had this conversation. See, she's still back. I she stand still behind thinks it. That she was right. She still thinks that she was right. I don't right. think, sweetheart. I know. What's your side of the story? Okay. So, first of all, when you're telling someone, I'm taking you for your birthday, obviously, I appreciate that you're a hardworking man growing a company, right? So you don't need the sob story. Oh, ignition interlock means that repeat effect. And like, you don't need to paint that whole thing. Like you busted your ass and you decided to do something nice for your girlfriend, fiance, who deserved it, according to you, allegedly, yes. right? Yes. And yes. it happened to be a huge song for me. Lionel Richie, Mariah Carey. Like one of my favorite songs is Easy Like Sunday Morning. You know this. You are never easy like Sunday morning, by the way. You shouldn't be allowed to have that song in your catalog. And so for my birthday, I turned out the hottest I ever thought I looked in my entire life. I wore this number that was white. It was bodysuit. It had lingerie trim on it. And yes, I topped it off with four inch, which I will post the picture on Instagram of the exact heels. They are Christian Louboutin those with no platform. They're pink. Those heels, they're those, satin. Those heels killed they, themselves after that night, dude. No. They were punished enough. Let me explain. Those things are no longer in existence. The Smithsonian may have them. Okay. So in consideration of this beautiful fiance that you want to do something so nice for, maybe a man would think, huh, sweetheart, look how dolled up you got. Look at these beautiful shoes that mean so much to you. If I really love you and I'm really being thoughtful and pragmatic as most women want their man to be, let me make sure that you don't walk uphill sweating your balls off in well, a lingerie maybe outfit. You could have got into the car uh, an hour before that because you were at home all day able to get ready. You told to me go not on. to interrupt you. Okay. Well, you did, even after you were told. But go ahead. Like you were home all day. So you could have got ready. I could have came home. We could have just left. That isn't what happened. We had to wait for you to get ready for another hour. And then we hit the traffic. And then we had to walk. I mean, you're right. If we didn't get out of the car, we could have just stayed in said car, maybe thrown on a Lionel Richie CD, and it would have just been the equivalent. Were we late for the concert? Yeah. Uh, no. We no. Got, why? Because we got out and walked. No, no, no. Yes. Did we miss the concert? Yeah, because you walked out. So because you left. Let's be very clear. We lived very close to the Hollywood Bowl. The traffic was normal for a night. There's a concert. Okay. Anytime that you live a block away from a place that has a concert, there's going to be a lot of traffic. The reason the traffic was nuts is because of the concert we were going to. It's always congested, but we were only like two blocks away. No, we weren't. So, we were never making it on time. And you know we were never making something, it on time. If you're, let me ask you a question. If I'm your date, is there a point in the night where you're supposed to get mad at me? If I want to sabotage the night, that's on me. That's my yeah, birthday. You did. you did. At what point in the night? Is it okay for a man to ruin a girl's time? Suppose I could have started getting ready earlier or whatever your point is. What you're suggesting is that 
there's a point in the night where you can stop being nice, chivalrous, considerate, sweet, thoughtful, gentle. The whole point is I got dressed up for you, for us, for me, for my birthday to make it epic. You bring up these weird points like I was home all day. Uh, Don't interrupt me. I'm giving you my cross-examination. I was home all day. Therefore, what? Therefore, I put in a lot of time and thought into this night that mattered a lot to me. If I wore really nice shoes, that was also because that's how much I care. If I was going to wear sneakers, no, because I'm not a sneaker lies. girl. This you didn't make, you didn't anytime date we a go, sneaker girl. Anytime you weren't we go married anywhere. to a sneaker girl. Anytime we go anywhere now, you're late. So it's not like that was an isolated incident. Exactly. You knew what you were getting into. I had heels on when you met me. Like there was no surprises in who I gave you the night of this concert. I was the same old MJ that I am today and that I was the day before, the month before, the year before, and the year after. So here's the deal. When a woman is wearing a beautiful pair of heels... She is not going to ruin those shoes because you want to get to the door 25 seconds sooner. She will stroll at her own motherfucking pace. Okay, great. And the sooner that you realize these things, your life will be smoother. Just like when you wear your favorite Jordans and you have a lot of those that some bust your feet up and you say it at the end of the night. You're like, God, I love wearing these shoes, but they, they really hurt my feet. Rule number one, don't drop your girl off five blocks away when she's wearing red bottom shoes that are pink and satin and beautiful with bows on them. Okay. Number two, when we got to the concert, by the way, you were not making a big enough fuss over me. I wanted more attention. (laughs) We just got there. Number three. We literally just got there. So yeah, man, that was... Like I said, it was pretty intense. You guys, tell, let, you can let us know our, your opinion one way or the other. I still am convinced I'm right. She's still convinced she is. But uh, I guess uh, we'll, you know, we'll always have the opinions that we have for it. But what, what's the next episode you wanted to go back and take a look at, Bib? I love when we went to Catalina Island, especially when, well, did we go to Catalina Island with Shams twice? Yes. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, we went when he was a baby baby, and then we went back with uh, the two two grown-up babies. (laughs) (sighs) Well, that was probably the last trip that they took as a couple. Yeah, quick quick update. The couple that you're about to hear us talk about, they've now been divorced. Let's just say no one saw that as a shock coming. I mean, for some couples, though, like, that's their banter. You know, like, um, go fuck Jamie. yourself, you fucking idiot, you piece of shit, you useless fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could probably get tired of that. Wait a second. What's the name of that um, girl that I love? Her name is Jamie Steele. Her name is. It sounds like a porn star. Okay. What's her name? She's blonde hair. She was in old school. She was married to Vince Vaughn. No, she was married to the partner of Vince Vaughn, the writing partner. Yeah, the old school. There's no woman in. You mean the one that was dating. Luke Owen Wilson, whatever his name is. Which movie says inappropriate, inappropriate, and it was Leah Remini that says that. She's in old school. Yeah. But I don't know what you're talking about. There's like married couples in that movie. The amazing blonde actress, Jamie Presley. Okay. She's in old school. 
No, that's not old school. It's something else. What that, is it? That's uh, couples there. No, that's the, well, the one you liked with Jason Siegel. One John Favreau's in it. Yeah, she John. Married, yeah, what movie is she married to? John uh, Favreau. Uh, Jamie Love Presley. You Love you, man. She's married to John Favreau. So I think of Christy and Vinny. Is yeah. kind of having that dynamic of when Jamie Presley is married to John Favreau in the movie, and putting him down as like part of their cuteness. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that cute. I guess the clock ran out on the cuteness. And listen, if you don't want to be divorced, then um, they definitely would have made needed to make some compromises. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he could have stayed up more too. You know. Well, now you're blaming him. Uh, That's your best friend. Listen, it's you know. It's no one to blame. It's not my relationship. It's not your relationship. It didn't work out for them. There's no one to blame. I don't. I don't know the ins and outs. I'm sure you know they're both culpable and they're both guilty. But whatever. They. I hope they're both happy now on their own. They definitely are. Or at least we hope so. I think this episode makes people laugh out loud more than anything. I mean, honestly, the pressure was on to be able to ever top this because people who listened to our Catalina episode were like. All we want to hear in life is Tommy making fun of you or making fun of Christy. And it's episode 11 in uh, your scorecards if you want to go back and listen to it. I'm definitely going back. At this point in L.A., our friends fly into Burbank, which is such a boss-ass move because only an amateur would fly into LAX. So... They are here. We're going to hop on the ferry the next but morning. But their flight got delayed. Yes, which, I mean, they did end up just having a long-ass time in the terminal, but they still landed around the same time. For us, it was fine. It was just like the, the beginning of the debauchery was the night before we left. We all drank. Uh, yeah, I didn't really drink, but you and her, you and her got, got shit-faced. But then what if you guys also smoked out? And got super high, I'm sure. Oh uh, yeah, we we definitely got stoned. We definitely were stoned. But uh, it, when you get stoned, you don't get sloppy. You girls were sloppy. <laughs> you you're girls. you're lumping me in. No, you, uh, yeah, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'm not putting you into that category. I am not. I'm I not. mean, I'm messy. I'm one messy ass bitch, and I hope I always stay. Just a little messy, but only like twice a year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You had a- Thanksgiving, if I host, I'm allowed to get a little tipsy. Woohoo. Listen, Woo-hoo. man. Do, do what was thing. that exactly that you just did? Woohoo. <laughs> so the next day. Okay. So we then are a family of five, packed, ready to get on the car to the San Pedro dock where the ferry from Catalina Express takes us to Avalon. When we got off the boat, um, should I call her? So my my nickname for her is going to be Scarlet. So <laughs> when the boat gets to Avalon, the two of you, men, make the amateur move of being the very, very last people to disembark the boat. Why wait which on the gives Miss Scarlet license to be even extra bitchy and naggy about the fact that we're standing on the dock. All the boat people are telling us to get off the dock and clear the way. No one's telling and no you to get there. off the dock. Yes, they are. Yeah, you they're going to throw you still, off the boat. And then you guys were still on the boat. You were completely clueless. And then we went to the 
taxi line and the taxi line then took longer because we had to wait for you guys. Oh my God. That was the one amateur move that you made. Anyway, it was fine. Everything turned out just fine. No one cared. Did not make a lasting impression on our trip whatsoever. We're only talking about it now. (laughs) Except then we went to the hotel. I mean, our house, our casita. And it was in a very nice area. I'm not naming the area, in my opinion, whatever. Well, I don't think that's not a big deal. I do Hamilton Cove. It was it's, beautiful. Okay, fine. It was uh, an area that was gated, guard gated, and looked over all of Catalina Island. It was like a bluff that built a bunch of casitas. Oh, God, it was beautiful. I wish we were still there. Honestly, I really wish that we could go there more often. Can we not go there just like once every other weekend? Uh, listen, I'm I'm sold too. I uh, you know I forgot how much I liked it there. Uh, it's definitely beautiful. I think once every two years is not enough. Yeah, because like I, it took forty minutes. Well, actually, the boat line the it took longer this time, and it was an hour and ten minutes, and you couldn't. It didn't take longer this time. That's how was, long it takes. No, no, no. We were on a slower boat. And the galley was closed. No, both times it took 70 minutes to go mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, but with alcohol, 70 minutes goes by. A well, that's faster. the difference. Pre-COVID, you could get shit-faced on the boat. Now you can't drink on the boat. So for you and her, it seemed like an eternity. Uh, it seemed like you were like, oh, like, oh, my God, let us off the boat. They were like two caged animals once we got to offshore. They were ready to go like get into a wet t-shirt contest. It's a, it's a family island, bro. So my, we get off. So we Laverne and so Shirley. But, it was so Laverne guess and what, Shirley guess all what trip. Actual, actual restraint. And what do you call it when you don't need a lot of sustenance? We waited to do four other things before we actually sat down and had our first drink. We did four things. We hailed a 30-minute cab line, checked into our casitas in the guard-gated area called Hamilton Cove, got the taxi to turn around, drop us off at Vaughn's, the grocery store of the island, filled it up with two carts loaded And then we went back to the place, unloaded everything, hopped in the golf cart, and then went to a restaurant. Then we... Again, my friend and I are the two men, so we're carrying everything. And there's like, I don't know, 15 flights of stairs. What are you talking about? There's a a car took us. You weren't hoofing it. Yeah, but when we got back... Avalon to... When we got back to the... Uh, place I was holding we were a 32.5 pound baby. You did carry the baby. Thank you. That's true. You there did carry that. the baby. And he's And safe. she was able just to carry herself upstairs, which is a pretty <laughs> big accomplishment because, yes. yeah, she. Uh, uh, so that was a lot. Yeah. So then actually we took the taxi back down to the thing and went to Blue Water Grill and we had a mediocre meal. Because everything food-wise there is mediocre, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, you got to understand, my wife, you know, she's grown up a lot. In the past, she would be like the other, no, I don't know if she'd ever be like the other girl on this trip, but it's, she was like the mature one, but they definitely were partners in crime, man. Like, you know, Thelma and Louise, Laverne and Shirley, Cagney and Lacey, any girl power couple that you could think of were my wife. We were her. We and were my them. buddy's wife. So every morning while you guys were still asleep, 
we would wake up, put on very cute PJ outfits, island appropriate, and we would then tool around town in our golf carts looking for the next best cup of coffee. We were sober. We were well slept. If there's one thing you can rely on in Catalina, you're not going to be staying up late. You're not going to be going to a disco. There's not any restaurant that'll be open to serve you anything past like nine-ish. So you are guaranteed a good night's sleep. We woke up around seven or eight. And since you guys were dead to the world. They, They do have nightlife. They have club chi. So we would go and get our coffee and look really cute in our island gear that was like designed by a stylist. Yeah, you guys had three war- three or four wardrobe changes a day. It's crazy. We, we had enough packed for that, but no, we didn't. No one ever she wears did. everything they pack. She did. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about the fact that 99.9% of people use about 35% of their suitcase? Yeah, I'm an overpacker for sure. I, I'd rather, I, I should say, need it and have it than not need it or whatever and that have is. have to improvise. Yeah. I mean, or do laundry. I mean, come on. It's so crazy to be such a heavy packer, you know? Like if you, if you have like, you're talking about an extra pair of socks, an extra pair of underwear. You're talking about extra, we on the other hand would be saying... Extra coats, extra shorts, extra jeans, extra shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, with where we were staying, the there were so many stairs to get up to the place. It was beautiful. Like the higher you went up, the nicer the view was. But we still had to take everything up the stairs. There was no shortcuts and there was no bellhops because it's not. It's like a condo complex um, that we Airbnb'd. It's, it, here's the thing. These guys are so out of shape that for them to <laughs> park their golf cart, they didn't have to do anything oh, to man. park their golf cart in order to walk maybe ten steps from their casita to their golf cart. Come on, ten steps. It wasn't. In it was ten steps on five flights, so was- that you could be on the bluffs on top of the world, looking down at the beautiful ocean. Oh, listen, I thought it was beautiful too. All I'm saying is, if you overpacked in that situation, you're going to regret it you're not because you're going to carry have to carry okay. a lot of crap I'm done up with all those you. stairs. I get it, but like that's not every single time we went out. You didn't travel to every restaurant with your full suitcase. No, but anytime we came back, we came back with something, and he and I had to carry it. I just want to go back to Catalina again. Yeah, I don't think they're going to let us back on the island. <laughs> into, that, into the shit show you guys want. Well, this is that was my birthday, right? So, yes, yes um, that was your birthday. Is there a chance that we can go back this year? Maybe, maybe. Not with them, but <laughs> that's chance, true. It's a chance we could go back. Is there another couple that wants to meet us in Catalina Island? I don't know if they'll be as fun as Covidian and Christy with I got to be honest. I think it was Christy that was fun. She gave you the material. Yeah, yeah she, she was definitely shot. And the other thing is that we did, like, wake up and drink. That was a good time. Well, you two did. Yes. Yeah, you yes. two definitely did. I would do that. And uh, Kind of. So, I don't know. Could I do that anymore? Speaking of, you know, waking up and drinking or my wife being shit-faced, the last clip that we'll be able to look at this week, and I guess we'll do this again, you know, down the road, but uh, it's actually one of my favorite stories is when we went to Jeff Lewis's Christmas party and uh, my wife had to be escorted to the car uh, for having one too many at the cocktail party. Nah. 
That's not how it went down. Oh, it totally is. And like I said, you can listen in real time. This is actually one of the episodes that I I still to this day get hit up the the most about that people really, really laugh at. So uh, oh, enjoy. really? Yeah, enjoy. I think that it's uh, it's definitely a trip, and it's definitely funny. You know, like uh, anytime my my wife will tell me how date nights I need to step up for her or whatever. I I'm reminded of this of one. It's one of her nights. She she abandoned me, and then she fucking got shit faced. So, uh, but let me know. And like I said, it's a it's a fun time. I think you guys will lo- will love listening to it. Without further ado, th- and again, if you want to go back and listen, this is episode twenty two. When my wife got shit faced at Jeff Lewis's Christmas party. I was overserved, honey. Say it nice. I mean, so this time Tommy and I go to Jeff Lewis's Christmas party. So we get up into our Christmas outfits, which is a red dress, the one I got from Amazon, as a matter of fact. Your outfit sucks compared to mine. I had nothing to fit, man. You came out, you guys. That day, like right before, there's an Italian deli out here that is excellent. There's not a bunch of them. There's one that I fucking know, and it's excellent. It reminds me of back home, and it's next to where I get my hair cut. That only happens, you know, once every you know, three weeks maybe I get my hair cut and I'll go get a sandwich that's like, you know, like you a glutton sandwich. You should go more often. So I had gone to get my hair cut, had the sandwich, stuffed my big fat fucking face, came home, and I couldn't find my wallet. So then the next day mm-hmm. I went back to get my wallet and, I mean, the Italian deli's there again. It didn't go out of business. It's there. Yeah. And it's open. So, you know, I stuffed my face with another sandwich right before we were leaving to go to this party, dude. Like, the, the buttons on, the sh- on any shirt I tried on would take your eye out. You know, they were just ready to, the, the shirt was holding on for dear life. You know, and it's, it just was not a good look, dude. Okay, so... Your outfit was terrible, and I don't know. Do you need clothes, or what's the deal with your wardrobe situation? Well, I don't have cocktail party clothes, bro. It's not me, dude. That's not how I how I go around. It's not my modus operandi when I go around walk around town. It's not how I dress. If it was like you know, jeans, and mind you. There was four or five people in the place that had jeans and what they were comfortable. I wore blue shoes, which I fucking hate to wear shoes. I wore shoes and I wore dress slacks and I wore a cashmere sweater and a fucking sports jacket. I looked like fucking Thurston Howell the third from fucking uh, Gilligan's Island. I was dressed like the fucking millionaire. Uh, when there's other people walking around the house, there was they were more than comfortable. Your New Year's resolution should be to get your closet straight. I'll nip it in the bud. My New Year's resolutions: no more cocktail parties. No, you could just look no, nice wearing a sweater I'm and good. jeans. No, for like you know levels of hell, like Dante's Inferno. There's levels of hell for. for, for well, everyone knows. Yeah. One of my levels of hell would be go to a cocktail party where you don't really know anybody and we were worse. They know you. Yeah, nightmarish. And our marching orders before we went into the house, babe, don't leave me. Babe, don't leave me. Oh, sure. 
No problem. It's me and you, babe. It's me and you. Pfft, gone. We walk into the door. It's gone like a shot. Like she didn't even know I fucking existed. She was gone. And I was left to fend for myself. It was awful. Beautiful view. One of the nicest views. I've been in some nice houses in the city, and that's a, that was the fucking that was nice. So first they had a they had a male stripper come. Guy looked <laughs> like he just got out of county. Like Jeff was his bail bondsman. You know what I mean? That's great. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, she's like, you're looking like you want to get out of here. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Babe, can't wait to get out of here. All right, cool. You go get the car, pull up out front, and then wait for me. I'm just going to go say a couple of goodbyes. All right, babe. Sounds fucking great. <laughs> An hour and a half later, sure. she gets walked to the car. <laughs> like she was like, she just won a topless, uh, was a wet t-shirt contest. It's on spring break. you like, she's doing body shots. She gets warm <laughs> and scored to the car from a cocktail party. <laughs> she said, Oh yeah. Hi. With a straggler. She had another one with her. We had to drive home. Babe, where does she live? <laughs> no, really? Where's that? You made two rights and a left to get the, now you get the, what? Yeah, the other one. She was. <laughs> this was she was actually really awesome, story. man. She's just lawyer. She's awesome. She was a Stanford graduate, super smart lady. She was shit faced too. Don't get it twisted. There was but, like uh, fruit all over the back seat of the car. What yeah, was that about? Who like, the fuck knows, bro? <laughs> who the fruit. fuck knows? Loose fruit. Who the fuck knows? Like the man. kind of fruit that came from the top of like a cake. Needless to say, <laughs> the back. I get in the car the next day. That's why we've been like, on a date night in two and a half it years. Smell rotten. <laughs> It was like it stank. Yeah. And it was like the kiwi with the frosting on it. <laughs> oh, that was you? Yeah, you brought the cake. You came in, you opened the door, and said the, the guy the guy that escorts you, this, this. <laughs> you didn't know what his name was? You didn't know what his name was? So you're like, this is my husband. And hi, Tommy, this is... <laughs> and you fucking started eating like some jellied up cake. And then the chick out in the back seat, you offered her a bite. <laughs> and she said no, and you just dumped it in the back seat. All right, Casey, Casey got hungry on the way home. You know, there's some, <laughs> there's some floor kiwi. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Some puffs, too. I thought like that was pumps. her. Yeah. I thought that was her. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time. Can't wait to like go back. Lawyer. Can't wait to do one of those again. I was like, the lawyer left some dessert on the ground. Yeah, the can't wait to go. Okay, so we walk into the party, and the first thing that Tommy says, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Literally <laughs> walked can, right you in. You basically wow. walk into the party, and you can see the whole party because it's a big beautiful Leah Black's house from Real Housewives of Miami. She's hosting the party at her and her husband's house. And the whole living room is one giant space. And you can like see from the far side of the front, the front entrance, you could see the, the party, like piano, bar, people. Beautiful place. And then he's like, don't leave me. I'm My like, worst where nightmare. am I going to go to leave she, you? How can I leave you? She figured it's, out a way. It's all in one see group. See like the, the whole party was one cluster. There she goes. There it was one goes. cluster of humans. Yeah, there she goes. See you later. And then we had rapid testing that we had to do before we went in to make sure. And everyone had to have their cards and everything to show that they're fully vaxxed. So like it wasn't a super spreader event. And it was like about 25 people. 25, 30 people. So you walk in and I'm like, where am I going to leave you? There's nowhere for me to go. Oh, she figured Everyone out a way. Everyone here she is out a way. dying to meet you, Tommy. 
and dying to see you. <laughs> it's even you. worse. It's not my scene, man. You know what I'm so saying? So you have social anxiety. Well, I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. I definitely have. Yo, my wife should not leave. My wife shouldn't bounce. And my wife bounced. No, the second like we got I in went there, from this out. side of the piano to that side of the piano. With 10 people in between you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I like, left oh, your side, but That's why not? That's gone. That's gone. See you know, you like, so you're at a party and you're hanging out and then someone will like walk up to you and you just, what am I supposed to do? Ignore them? They came to oh, us no, you, and said you hi. You will work in the room, kid. You will work. <laughs> no. You could have. Oh, look who it is. Oh, my God, girl. Uh, a whole bunch of that. <laughs> and you could have slivered your way, sashayed nah, over. Yeah, no, I, I slivered. I and sl- sashayed. I I'm good. Did you sit sashay? I can guarantee you, like I said, it's, it's going to be the last cocktail party for quite some time. I mean, P.S., one more thing in my defense. They gave us four... Double vodka. What's the drink that they drink on Sex and the City? Cosmopolitans. They kept on making two and a, two doubles, two doubles, two doubles, and I just uh, kept drinking them. Went in a little <laughs> the holidays. Yeah. Thank God we did, because then we were home f- with COVID. Yeah, that's definitely. I forgot that was a super spreader event. Not only to mention that we topped it off with guess what, honey. We won't be celebrating your birthday because we won't be going to New York because we won't be able to get on a plane because we all tested positive. That's right. That's right. We are grounded for my birthday. (laughs) But listen, I... I, uh I hope you guys want, had, had enjoyed your, the trip down memory lane with us a little bit. I hope you guys got some laughs and some of the things uh, that we talked about on on Till the Dirt. Uh, what do you th- say, babe? Here's to another 100 episodes. Can't wait to do them. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate you coming along for the ride, being a, da- a day, you know, all the day one dirties, anybody else that's hopped on the bandwagon since. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And we hope you had a, we hope you had a good time. And like I said, here's to the next 100. Chandare. Cento. All right, guys. That was fucking fun. Good times. All right. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.